Welcome to Two Judgy Mums, a babyology podcast. Hen and Bex are two mums, under pressure, under-resourced, but over-opinionated, and are our two judgy mums. Let's hit the pool for their kids' swimming lessons. Hey, Hen, Hen, over here, over here. Hello, hello. What's wrong? Oh, my God. I think I have the most embarrassing kids in the world. So, yesterday, we're at the chemist, and Diggs is in the pram, and so we're in the line, and the guy that was serving the other people in front of us had no hair, like a shaved head, but a beard. Yeah. And Diggs goes, what's that, mummy, pointing at the beard? And I said, well, that's a beard. So as we get closer, and then he looked at me, and he looked at the guy again, and he goes, like a gina? <laughs> <laughs> and I just said, what? He goes, mummy, he's got a gina on his face. Yelled it out. Oh, no. I didn't look. So at this time, the guy's giving me my change. I just put my head down. <laughs> I didn't even look up. Just put the money. Meanwhile, all these people behind me, I could hear them just going. <laughs> Did the hipster dude say, hear it? Did he hear it? Yes. There was no mistaking what he said, who he said it to, or what it was about. Mummy, he's got a vagina on his face. I don't know what's worse, that beard or clearly what your vagina looks like. <laughs> So I think it's time to get out the lady shave because <laughs> that's exactly what my husband said. I didn't even think about that. So I went home and I was saying to him, oh, my God, it's the local chemist. I can never go back there. I can never go back there. And Mick said, well, clearly, Hen, you need to sort yourself out. You are seriously fucking up our child. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to explain to him, it wasn't like a ZZ top beard. It was a small kind of trimmed, <laughs> it was a good looking beard. All I can say is thank God you're not in these swimming lessons right now because that would be scary. Oh, I really, I really used to go to that chemist all the time and now I can't. <laughs> he has got a gina on his face. How do you come back from that? Well, look at these kids. I don't know what's worse, swimming in that pool. Did you read it's all disgusting. the... disgusting. It's a human casserole of piss and germs. <laughs> Did you see that in the news they brought up all the diseases that you can get? Like if you, you know, swim for 20 minutes with your head underwater, you get chlamydia on your eyeballs (laughs) or something? That sounds amazing. What do you prescribe for that? (laughs) So I'll never do it. I will never get in there. Do you get in? Well, I used to with the first child, but now I'm like, nah, you're on your own. (laughs) So he, Mick had this disease. He had like a rash, he had peeling skin off the soles of his feet. He was really dizzy, he was nauseous, and doctors couldn't diagnose him. We could only just put it down to the fact that it's been just too many swimming lessons. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, look, it's making them tougher. They'll be able to eat street food in Bali because they'll just have all the immunity. When, When we were kids, they used to say to us at the pool, if you did a wee in the pool blue dye or red yeah, dye or whatever we'll that's right is that true no yeah because you could you imagine the whole pool would, be, would red. be blue i know there must be the worst job in the world one of the worst jobs in the world being a swim teacher but what i find when i uh, finish these lessons both my kids come home and start drawing with texture all over themselves why what do you mean because they because they see everyone else have a look look around everyone else has a tattoo and i'm i never got a tattoo right because <laughs> i'm so indecisive but also, I think everyone else's school must have gone on excursion to a tattoo parlour and we got to go to, I don't know, old Sydney town or something because it just never occurred to me to get a tattoo. And look, everyone has a tattoo. My kids come home drawing all over their arms <laughs> and their necks and it's like bath time takes about two weeks after a swim. Are you saying that only people with tattoos can swim? 
No, I'm saying that they're the only ones stupid enough to get in those, those pools with their kids. If you did get a tattoo, what would you get? Oh, right now, probably be don't wake me on my eyelids. <laughs> I love it. I think we should um, keep an eye on that swim teacher because she looks like she's about to burst into tears. Well, she would. She'd have all of her skin flaking off. (laughs) And she's got to pretend to care that these screaming children who are snot-riddled might drown. What about the zinc? You can't get zinc off your face. Look how much (laughs) zinc they've got to wear. Actually, one of my friends had uh, their kid in the swim lesson in the nappy. And you know how they're, you know, obviously you've got to wear a swim nappy if your child's not toilet trained. Well, you know... Little Harpo was not toilet trained and, yep, let let rip. No. Uh, number two, started to float up. They had to evacuate no, the no, pool. No, 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 no. Evacuate the pool. Oh, see, that's how you get sick. And that's why you shouldn't get into swimming lessons with your kids. I don't care what they say. Mine can drown until, you know, they're four. That's, <laughs> you can wear them. a floaty until you're ten. Thank God it only goes for half an hour. It's better than playing cricket. That's true. That goes forever. So how do I actively discourage my kids from playing cricket? Well, now that they can't tamper with their own balls and put things down their undies, what's the fun? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have to give up. It's like a full day, right? So a lady that I know is the scoring for her son's cricket team. It's six hours. That's longer than, like it's a work day. Yeah, that's a community service order. That's an unpaid work day, sitting in those fold-up chairs, like you can be. (laughs) <laughs> the two C words we don't allow in our house, camping and cricket. I am a big fan of that. I love sleeping under the stars, all five of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if we should have been allowed to have kids, but anyway, my third's cooking nicely. How is that 18th trimester going? You know, I think the third time around, because I just don't care, mm. it's, it's, it's going easily. You don't care about the kid or you don't care about the pregnancy? Well, you know, what am I going to do about it? It's just there. It's happening. It'll finish eventually. I You've mean, done it before. Is it sort of boring? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. The kids are going to now outnumber us. And what have people's reaction been to a third? A uh, few people have said, why? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> Well, you know, it was a bit of a... Well, it wasn't really an accident, but, you know, we're just trying to make a good kid. He just came running at you. <laughs> couldn't get away. No, that's not the case. In my, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, I think we're just sucker for punishments because there probably isn't, apart from swim teacher, there's probably no other job that's worse than mum. Do you reckon? Yeah, all the bodily fluids. No one really ever tells you that you spend your life talking about poo, do they? I, I had absolutely no idea. I even hate the word. I couldn't even say the word before I had kids. I would actively avoid saying the word poo in any given situation. And I also thought that I'd find another word for my kids to use instead of that word. I hate the way it sounds. I hate the shape your mouth makes when you say it. I hate what it means. But I can't find a substitute that is A, not crass, B, not a swear word, you know, not something that's totally disgusting. And what are you going to do when Poppy comes to you with her presence of poo? Uh, Exactly. So frequently, and just, you know, like two days ago, she came into the house with a piece of poo in a wipe that she'd done. It's like she pooed in the cubby and she came in and said, here you go, mummy. Like it's a gift, like it was a really nice thing for her to do. Well, she made it herself. 
<laughs> she made it herself. I am constantly handed pieces of shit. Like she comes in and says, I've done a poo and I cleaned it all up. That's what you never want to hear from a kid. Did you do that? So so in the cleaning up, she wiped it on the walls, she wiped it on the bedspread, she wiped it on some clothes on the floor and on a couple of toys that just went straight in the kid. And in fact, I threw everything out that it had touched. I'm not going to spend my life scraping shit out of... Undies. If I could get new carpet, I would. That's why we don't have carpet. It's just too high risk. But you both of your kids seem to have issues with it. Doesn't Digby like to have a good wee every now and then? So he's he is known for. He's going to be one of those kids at parties that just wees. You know those fifteen year olds that wake up and went. So he frequently. So he sleepwalks now. And he's so tired, he gets up to go to the toilet. But instead of turning left, he turned right the other night and he went into my bedroom and weed all over, all over my books. <laughs> he weed on the Happiness Project book, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> he just pissed all over it <laughs> in his sleep. That's a, that's a fair review of the book, right? I know. I'll never finish that book. I'll never be happy. I don't know how to, I don't know how it ends. So he does that. He also pulls open like a drawer, like his pyjamas drawer actually, and did this atomic wee. So the first time he did it, I heard that you're not supposed to wake up people that are sleepwalking. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. Do it and find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, okay, sure. That's my parenting. Just try it and see how it happens. So he just, I watched him do the whole thing, opened the drawer and just weed for, it felt like five minutes, just did not stop. So I just let him go because I didn't know what else to do. So I just sort of turned him around and put him back to bed and then lifted out the drawer that it was just like Niagara Falls of wee all through the house, like trying to get it. But I do often walk around the house going, what is that smell? What is that yeah. smell? Yeah, Where is it smell. coming from? And it's got to be wee, like old wee or pieces of poo that Poppy didn't pick up off the floor. Yeah, we've got mystery smells in cupboards and I'm just like, I just don't open those cupboards anymore. Oh, <laughs> like, me either. Um, did you put it on Instagram though? Because that's what I want to see with this whole sharenting. Have you heard that? The sharenting? Oh, good term. Yeah, for parenting or parents who share on social media. Over sharenting. Yeah. But you don't see that with the, you know, hashtag blessed, like hashtag diarrhea, hashtag liquid gold. Yeah. Hashtag grateful. He's my two boys, my life, my world. Hashtag diarrhea. Exactly. Yeah. Hashtag pissing in my cupboard. Thank God she's not coming to me with uh, wipes full of diarrhea. Lisa, it's solid. <laughs> oh my God, I am so tired. I think I'm micro sleeping during my sentences. <laughs> <laughs> You're having mini naps. It's dangerous. I know. Did you see the article? I sent you that mummy blog article and the three steps to um you know if your child has a tantrum in a car i did see that i did see that i mean nowhere in that list was there drive your car into a wall (laughs) you need to make it a longer list (laughs) everything's a fucking list i know it's like i accept that we have very limited ability to think when we're this tired and we're running after you know these tiny little poo monsters Mm. but it would be nice to read an article on parenting that didn't have a list. I think it's patronising. Five things, five ways to get your baby to sleep. Six things to do to get your fussy eater to eat vegetables or whatever. Seven ways to patronise a mother constantly. Yeah, exactly. Ten ways to piss me off. <laughs> but in this car tantrum thing, because my kids have tantrums in the car, and like I do, I just want to either drive into a wall 
but that's expensive. That would suck. So I'm thinking of just getting out, uh, pulling up, getting out and just putting Chinese opera on, full bore, and just walking away. <laughs> what, just locking them in the car? Yeah. Oh, windows down, windows down. <laughs> not out the front of a casino or anything. I'm not a brute. <laughs> But Chinese opera full bore, and then just come back and go, now, do you understand why mummy is crying? <laughs> We're all just going to drive home crying, okay? <laughs> We've all been there. I actually did pull over once, and I turned around, and I gave uh, Tilly a smack. Like, she's five. She should know better. Yeah. And she had been ranting for about 15 minutes, and about a penguin or something. She wanted a penguin. You wouldn't buy her a penguin. Who knows? You are a terrible I do mother. find myself saying things like, get that penguin out of your nose, those sorts of comments that you never think you're really going to... What has become of my life? <laughs> Stick that penguin near your vagina, you will lose it. I know. I'm not going to the hospital today. <laughs> <laughs> like, I pulled over, turned around, yelled... Gave her a smack. She was so stunned that she stopped. But then I looked out the window and there was this woman and she would have probably been about 50 and she just looked at me and she just shook her head. Well, at you, at what you had done? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was you shouldn't be able to smack your own child in your own car when they've been a tyrant or whether she was like, you are the worst parent because your child is a psychopath. You should have just said, I don't know why the fuck you're looking at me, but get in the car and drive around the block with those two kids and tell me you wouldn't turn around and give her a smack. Fuck you. Keep walking. I should have done that. Where are you when I need you? I have no problem telling people. So we were at the shop recently and Poppy didn't have shoes. She never, ever wants to wear shoes. Yeah. She doesn't want to wear clothes. No, that's right. She's a complete nudist. That's why she craps everywhere. And... um, so she didn't have her shoes on, but they were in my bag. And I saw this woman saying to her husband, you know, tapping him on the shoulder and really being, you know, saying, oh, look at that child. And I couldn't hear exactly what she was saying, but that's what the meaning was. And I, you know, sleep deprivation, end of my tether, whatever. whatever. I just turned around in the shop and said, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I just was so brave. I said, I've heard, I heard you, what you said. Her shoes are in my bag. And I opened the bag up and said, they're in here she doesn't want to wear them is it really a problem for you and I just kept walking and the husband was going oh but but," as I just walked away and then uh, Poppy was just chasing me oh that's because she's obviously like god mum has got a falling down moment in the shop I better do whatever she says and then when I got home I was like I can't believe I actually said it the way that I said it yeah would I would have been racked with guilt I would have been like oh hang on tick maybe they were just saying that my child looked like their grandchild who you know passed away with child leukemia or something <laughs> I didn't even think about that <laughs> I'll no. come to me for the mother Why guilt did you say that? come to me for the mother guilt because I have so much mother <laughs> guilt I've got plenty to share no Bex it didn't even occur to me that that could possibly have been the case yeah, look, it probably wasn't. She was judging you. I'm sure she was judging you. She was. <laughs> look, I'm a really bad person. No, at least your child was wearing clothes. You're not a bad person. You're a great mum. Your kids are a lot. Well, is that, hang on. Is that Digby in the pool? <laughs> don't. Don't look at him. I don't want him to see me. I don't want him to wave to me. Okay, so it's about the car. The car tantrums reminded me of this. So this is another one of my mumpreneur ideas because oh, I go. am going, I'm telling you, I'm going to get a really good idea and I'm going to make it fucking work. So you're going to be reading about me in the paper, maybe even on Australian Story or something. 
I think true crime. <laughs> yeah, maybe true crime. AMA. And Australian story is always miserably sad. I know, Everyone's got cancer. Well, I want to have a successful one. So this is about the car seats. So you know when you've got the booster seats. So we've got two. You're, you're about to have three, and the buckles are really. It's really hard to clip them in. Do you think that? Or am well, I, just, I don't have a booster seat. I'm I just particularly lock sure. mine in the child ones. All right. So when they get a bit older, you'll have to put. You know, you've got to reach around, and you actually can't fit the the plug-in so my idea was the extender so you plug it in the strap comes up over their lap and then that clips into the seat belt right so you don't have to be leaning down or whatever so an amazing idea already exists so most of the amazing ideas already exist so then I google it so I'm telling my husband right this is it this is a really good idea I even told my dad and he said Hen, that is really clever. I would buy that. And I said, what, 100 bucks? He goes, mm, maybe 20 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, you just halved. I've got to sell three times as many. Anyway, so... I love your maths. I know. I, I failed maths. So, anyway, it already exists, so I'm back to the drawing board. Yeah. It's a bloody good idea, though. Mm, not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're going to shelve it with your other one of the... Mummy Cubby, that mumby, mubby, was that it? Where you were just, you know, when we had first had our first child and you wanted to have the mubby where you just hid everything, you know, all the mum stuff into the mubby? You don't remember? Yeah, well, that was your idea. Don't worry. Didn't work. I can't even remember. I would have had so many ideas, I can't even remember them. Yeah. Sounds good. Tell me more about it. The mubby. You came up with it. The mubby cubby. Very small, portable cubby house. I'm liking the sound of this. Let me investigate it further. I love that you have no memory of the first two years when we met. I have absolutely zero memory of most things about my life. But what I do know is I don't want to keep working. And I'm going to find an idea that sends rockets me to wealth and, I don't care about fame, but just the wealth side of things. I want to have a really good idea. All right. Well, I'm here for you. Well, you, clearly you're not, but you'll have to keep listening <laughs> to me anyway. Oh, God, look at the time. They're going to get out in a few minutes. She's, all, she's going to start high-fiving them and sending them on our way. This is the worst part of swimming lessons. No. Well, apart from the start, so when they don't want to go in at all. Did you see Tilly the whole time? She was like, I don't want to go in, I don't want to go in, I'm crying, freaking I'm out. crying. And now, when she's meant to come out, she'll be like, I'm not coming out. I'm not coming out. You have to come in and get me. Why do they do that? They act like it's like with everything. You can't get them to do it, and then you can't get them to stop it. Oh, I just think they're faulty. I want to push they're control, flaky. alt, delete on my own child, and see if I can reset them to their factory settings because it's not working. At least we know we're not going to be the only ones walking out with screaming kids because it's unfolding for everybody. Have a look. I know it's awful. We should just live in a desert so we don't have to teach them to swim. I hate walking along. I mean, I do it all the time, but I hate walking along with a screaming child trailing behind me. I just think it looks so bad when you see other people, that happening to other people. No, I feel sorry for them. That's what don't I you? mean. That's what I mean. It's so awkward. So you just want to turn around and say, Stop crying! Get in the car! We've got things to do! <laughs> I don't care about your penguin. Well, that's when you break into your mum. I'll give you something to cry about. Stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. Dry up. Dry up. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Well, listen, I'll get Poppy and then um, if you want to get digs and we'll just... Are we going to come back and meet this time next week? Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, look at them. They're not getting out at all. They're in the middle of the pool. How are we going to get them? Why don't we just pretend that they're not ours? I'm just going to leave and see if, if they get out. If we walk away without them, then they'll start crying. Come on, let's go. Get your bag. Let's go. <laughs> 
Join Bex and Hen next time for Two Judgy Mums, a babyology podcast. <laughs>